Hey, um, do you think we covered off the Marquis de Sade fully in that previous podcast? Is there anything we, we, we missed around the Marquis de Sade, the well, um, sadist? after talking about the Marquis de Sade on the podcast yesterday and also listening to another podcast about the Marquis de Sade, I've started 120 Days of Sodom. The book? Yeah. Have you actually started it? Yeah. Isn't that impossible to read? It's, it's, it's not up my alley. Excuse yeah. the pun. Uh, it's really uh, r- r- French writers in the 1700s wrote in a really, really difficult to understand way, particularly when it's translated back into English. Yeah, right. <sighs> it's I. I'm not a great reader anyway. When Isn't it comes it quite to long? That sort of like stuff. it's a hundred days of Sodom, but then it's not just one day per page. No. So that just if you didn't listen to the other pod, the hundred days of Sodom is the Marquis de Sade's book where it's based around four sort of aristocrats move mm. into a castle with a bunch of prostitutes and <coughs> and choose to reenact the most depraved things that's happened to those yeah. prostitutes over a hundred day period. They're called libertines, aren't they? They're, they're sort of people who are looking to basically have the most debaucherous time they possibly can. And the Marquis de Sade, like that, his name's Marquis de Sade because that's a title that's bestowed upon him. It's a, uh, what do they call it? A aristocratic title. Right, yeah. That's passed down. Right. So he became the Marquis de Sade. He's got some of the weird name. And uh, yeah, he was right into it because that was the sort of stuff that he was uh, into. Other perverts of history include Albert Einstein. Really? What was he up to? Massive pervert. Why? Um, letters released in 2006 shed a whole new light on Einstein's extramarital affairs. He was blasting around. His uh, marriage to Mileva Murik was miserable. He divorced Mileva in 2019 and soon married his cousin, Elsa. Then he cheated on her as well with his secretary, Betty Newman. In his letters, Einstein also describes six women who would sp- he, with whom he would spend time with whom he receives gifts while being married to Lisa. So he's, he was making love to them. Some women identifying Einstein... Including, so these are just some of the ones on one trip to Russia, Estella, Ethel, Tony, and his Russian spy lover, Margarita. This is just on one trip. He blasted um, five different people. Others referred to only ministers. There's also an M, an L. Um, Yeah. So I don't know if he was pervert, but he was a dirty dog. Einstein was a hard hard dog to keep on the porch. Yeah. But the the problem was that his his 1,400 letters (laughs) appeared. And back then, people wrote letters. They, to, you know, they wouldn't send a had a good time last night text afterwards or a you up that would come as a a letter, and they all got released. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that will happen to humans in our digital era. If they'll be able to go back at some stage and have a look. Through I, I, was I was thinking. I was thinking about this, like because there is a constant attempt to hack into basically every social network every email system out there and AI is working overtime and there's a bunch of countries that are really laying into it and and AI attacks on IP um, internet providers and stuff what yeah. if everything that anyone everyone had ever written to everyone and this is this is something that's very possible it could happen tomorrow everything that everyone has ever looked at everything that they've ever searched could be hacked tomorrow and released so can you imagine that I mean 
it'd be one thing if everyone was was released at once, but what if if people the, the first people to have it are a nefarious, yeah, and they just start picking on you one by one and saying, "I'm going to release absolutely yeah. thing you've ever texted and everything yeah. you've ever searched." It wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good. It's the it's. I don't mind, and I've got enough confidence in myself to realise that what I've searched. I, I don't mind that being out there. Really, I could live with what I've searched being out there. Really, I, really. I really think about this. I've thought about this a lot about because this is a weird thing. Is we own work devices, yeah. and we found out that you, they don't track them here at our company, but they do it at a lot of companies. And I was thinking one day, it's like, you know. You've searched. I've searched things on my phone, Blue Material, at times, and it's like using using the um, mobile function or on your own Wi-Fi. Uh, own Wi-Fi. Yeah, because I think if you're on your Wi-Fi, you're safer from tracking from work. Oh yeah, interesting. Yeah, and then so I wasn't really to too know. stressed about no. that. But good the to know. text messages, on the other hand, yeah, that is a real problem because of obviously the way that yeah. relationships you have with different people coming under different contexts and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And you put that on hard paper and put that out there. Holy yeah. What about the sexting? The sexting, I think, is probably the most okay things out there. Well, do you do you believe you know when they have those surveys within work, they say completely anonymous surveys? Oh fuck off! Do you believe that they're they're anonymous? Not or do you reckon that you no you, way you, you fire Second. you fire up your real thoughts up at a, a at a, a at someone and then they really don't know <laughs> they don't assign that to someone? That's there's no way. There's I always no make way. I always make comments because there's always the comment section. I make a comment that makes it clear who it is. Yes. like it's very specific to me. Yeah. I um, um I don't do those surveys anymore. Don't you? No. No right. surprise. I don't want to do them. Right. I want to yeah, do them. It's and they say you've got to do them, but I'm saying, no, I don't want to do them. If I've got something to say about someone or if I've got something to do, then I will go and talk to the person if I've got a problem. No, you're and not if I don't else. have a problem, then I'm not going to tell people... Then I'm not going to write it in some survey thing. No, I, 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 don't I, want to. I prefer just to bitch and moan around with the, the small group, oh, the, you know, my, the, the smaller group of people that I was. an option. With. Yeah. Hey, Mozart was also a massive pervert. He wrote this to his female cousin. Oh, my ass burns like fire. What? What on earth diarrhea. is the meaning of this? Maybe Muck wants to come out. Yes, yes, Muck. I know you like the Muck. I'd like to taste you while the Muck comes out. And what is this? Is this idea even possible? Can you stop? Talking, Jesus Christ! That's what that Mozart. Was, that was grim. Muck. The muck comes out. What's the muck coming I mean, out of? He's Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. The muck. He's German. You know what the muck is. The Germans have always been into the muck. You know what the muck is. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. No. The muck. The muck. The pose. Because um, no, I think it's the muck's the is the muck something else, isn't it? Because his ass is burning and he's had a vindaloo the night before. If you want to talk about dirty dogs of history, what about yeah. this guy here? Oh, I'm supposed to be playing audio, am I? Sorry, mate. You just didn't move. What about this guy here? Oh, the Rasputin. Lover of the Russian crane. Yeah, rah, rah, Rasputin. There is... He might have been besmirched, his name. But... I saw this history on him, and he might not have been what they said he was. No, I don't think he was. Yeah, but they blamed him, didn't they? Yeah, that yeah, was that, the thing. They, yep. the, the revolutionaries, the Bolsheviks, were big on blaming Rasputin because they were like, they, I think was it the Queen? Yeah, they were the they, they the They wanted to discredit the Queen. Yeah, yeah, because she was visiting him. Yeah, he, he was operating. I think she had a son that had something wrong with yeah. him. 
And so uh, maybe was autistic or there was some kind of problem and she thought that he was going to heal. Yeah. So, yeah. Hans Christian Andersen. You know Hans Christian Andersen? Hans Christian, yeah. Massive pervert. One of the history's foremost fairy tale writers having uh, churned out classics such as The Little Mermaid and The Princess and the Pea was uh, pretty freaking perverse. He would maintain a diary entry and mention masturbation sessions constantly. Okay. He would visit brothels. Not yes. to touch the woman, but to talk to them. And uh, he was a Let's, fan of masturbating on. in the corner while they made love to other people. Garying? Yeah, he would, he would Gary in the corner. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, there's nothing wrong with that, is there? What's wrong with Garying in the corner? I don't know. But I mean, of all the things that you could do, probably it's the least offensive thing you could do. Yeah, so do you think he was Garying in the corner because he was a pervert, but he, he didn't want to... He had like a moral, a level he wouldn't go to, which was making love to the prostitutes. Well, you know, what's a good question, right? Okay, so why do we de- why do we decide that garing in the corner is such a perverse act? Why yeah. is that such a perverse act? I mean, if you were watching, say, if you're at home in the you know confines of your own house, yeah, and you watched a video of someone else doing something, I mean, people watch pornography, right? And then yeah. they gary and they basically garing in their own house. After watching two other people making love, what's so wrong about being in in the actual room with people? Yeah, is it actually less perverse? Yeah, I don't know. I I, th- I think the reason why I judge people that do it is because I imagine the feeling once you had reached climax and you're just sitting there in your own filth in the corner of the room. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, dealing with that, they're just the no terrible. Oh, that, the, the self hatred that would come that would run through every fibre of your being at that point. But is there something more honourable about that? I mean, you're facing mm. up to your fear, actually literally facing it at that moment, mm. and you're facing the shame of <laughs> the shame of what you've done. Because n- there is no other feeling in humanity like the feeling pre and post. The yeah. difference in the feeling of, of your, your desires pre and post yeah. are so different. That you, person is so different. Have you heard of the concept of uh, Schrodinger's cat? No, but you should tell us after a break. Okay. He was a pervert. <laughs> so he was the guy, Nobel Prize winning physicist, um, who came up with the concept of physics concept of Schrodinger's cat. Like it's it's like two things can exist at the same time. Like it's basically like if they're there's a cat in a box, yeah, and the cat is simultaneously alive and dead because the cat will die. It, it's kind of complex. I'm not going to get into it, but he was a massive pervert as well. He was into garying as well, so he was almost like two things were happening at once. It, two truths were happening. One there was some people making love over there, and and the other truth was him garying himself over in the corner. I can see myself having a gary at some point in my life. You look really? like a garrier. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I'll be you, sad. You look like a garrier. Really? What do you mean I look like a Gary? You're just the kind of guy that would creep into the corner and then just Gary on a stool. On a side, I'd rather not do it on the stool, like a beanbag or something. I'd be speaking fine of it. a stool. Did you know that? <laughs> did you know that Edward the Seventh of England, um, he had a, a chair designed in his house, Marlborough House, called the, that he called the knobbing chair. Right. Yeah. So that was a knobbing chair because it had like a. It was so he could knob himself while he was knobbing other people. Oh wait, okay. what? So Bert, that's Bertie. Is that the one that married? Um, um, it was Queen Victoria's eldest son, uh, I believe, the Prince of Wales. Later, Ed, Edward the Seventh. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's not the one that married Wallace Simpson. No, no, that's that's. Oh, Edward the Seventh. Okay, he wasn't a good one, was he? That that Edward. No, he ran a knobbing chair in the palace. <laughs>
Yeah, they were doing some weird stuff. <laughs> I guess the, they didn't. Uh, did they know that? I mean, I guess once you're gone, you're gone. I mean, who cares what letters people read about you and yeah. all that sort of stuff? I mean, we're still well, that, talking that's about why, Edward VII. That's why they know all the stuff about it because people, they would send their letters. And a lot of the scandals came about because people would find the letters. And it feels like that was used to be a lot of evidence because people would write letters about everything they did. Well, you know what the Marquis de Sade, and yeah. they, they make mention of this. We only know the things that we know. Like, it's a bit of an iceberg theory, you know. The idea is that there's a third of the iceberg is, is above, and there's two-thirds of an iceberg is below the sea that you yeah. can't see. Yeah. So, of the things that we know about the Marquis de Sade oh, yeah. and all of the sadism that was going on, well, that, what that, about the stuff we never, you don't, you didn't find out? That's what they mentioned in, in the Rest is History podcast. They're like, we know about the arrests. And the letters, not the stuff he got away with. No. This is interesting. People that um, uh, Edward VII had on the nobbing chair included Jenny Churchill, mother of Winston Churchill. What are the no- is there a picture of the nobbing chair there? <laughs> there's not a picture of the. There's Lily Langtree, the original Jersey girl, and Sarah Bernhard, the bisexual French stage actress oh. with an opium habit. She was on the nobbing chair at one point with him. I just want to know what the nobbing chair looks like. <laughs> it's a stool. Alice was the great, the, the great grandmother. Oh, Camilla. Camilla's great-grandmother was on the nobbing chair. But what's the difference between a chair and a nobbing chair? It just probably allowed the woman to probably put her legs around the outside of it because it may have been a low, lowish stool. Yeah, but I think there was also um, a plugging situation from him as well. Oh, oh so he'd get... What, he was being plugged at the same time as... I, I believe so. When, oh, he, when, he, was having, some... when he was running through um, the great-grandmother of, of you know, Camilla. Okay, so... The fuck is he Well, what were they doing? Were they sitting on him, and he on, was sitting on him, yeah. And he was kind of in the middle of the situation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he had quite a lot of few, quite a few people so across. So he's getting pegged. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's called pegging now. There's quite it? a few people that came across that chair, though. Like, um, literally, like Winston Churchill's um, mother. He was on the chair. No, Winston Churchill's mother was on the chair. Oh, imagine knowing it. Your mum was on the. I don't think on the nobbing chair. Yeah, on the nobbing chair. No. Was Chris Ratu on the nobbing chair? <laughs> <laughs> Harold Collins. <laughs> <laughs> it's not mentioned in um, in Elizabeth the Seventh's okay. letters. Murray Deacon wasn't on the nobbing chair at any stage, was he? Just looking through here, not part of the list I'm seeing here. Um, quite a lot, but a lot of people chair. were. A lot of people got on that nobbing chair. Ian David Stockley Smith. I just want to know what the, this nobbing chair looks like. The thing with those people back in the day, like, is they would travel around and they were so bored because you weren't allowed to do any work because you were gentry. And so all they did was have drinks and Six. dinners and and then and and like it, and it wasn't like oh, have you ever listened good. to Stephen Fry's Victorian yes. oh, Elizabethan secrets yes. or whatever yes and and it's like people just assume that everyone that we haven't been human forever but we've been behaving exactly the same forever humans but when it was taboo it was just hidden mm. Mm. you know. Have you have you watched the movie Eyes Wide Shut lately? The Tom Cruise Nicole Kidman movie. No, um, no. Stanley Kubrick. There's a bit where um, Nicole Kidman Kidman is talking. She's sort of being unfaithfulish with her husband. She's talking to this. Um, I think he's Norwegian, but he leans in and goes, "Do you know why women originally got married? So they could lose their virginity, and then have." Sex with the men that they really wanted to. He says that. That point. Oh, right. Yeah, I thought yeah. he sang there because yeah. he because he wants her to fuck him. Yeah, yeah. Because what? Hey, what was that mean? Because he wants her to fuck him. Is that what I was talking about there? Yeah. yeah. You lost me on this. I don't, I don't know what that means. I'll see so if I can find lost virginity. 
So they could have so sex with the woman they really want to have. No, the men that they really want to have sex with. Why do that? Well, because you were... Um, you got to be a virgin to marriage, mate. Because you were... Yeah, because you were a virgin. Yeah. yeah. Switch on. Nobody would know that. Well, mate, they had that, that bullshit that they believed. Jesus. Oh, here you go. I've got some audio here. Do you want to hear it? This, this Norwegian pervert. Here you go. It's very, very lovely to meet you. <laughs> so this is Tom Cruise flirting with a couple of girls. Uh, how do you spell Nuala? And he's married to Nicole Kidman in the in the in the movie. And then let's cut to the Norwegian guy. Here we go. 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 That is the kind of hero I can be sometimes. This is a drunk Tom Cruise. You know why women used to get married, don't you? Why don't you tell me? It was the only way they could lose their virginity and be free to do what they wanted with other men. The ones they really wanted. I'm going to use but that line. Why? What do you mean, but why? Jeez, but, is anyone home, mate? why? Is anyone well, home? I don't I understand. Like, why do you have to have sex? Why don't you just have sex with who you really wanted in the first place? Hyman. Oh, yeah, but that's oh. once. Yeah, that's what he's and saying. It's not always the case, anyway. It doesn't always happen like that. So that's what he's saying. They got married really early, so there was no questions about why they because that the hymen could have been broken horse riding. Exactly. So, so they could have their virginity, and then they were in this position where they could be sexually active, and then they'd go and have sex with whoever they wanted, according to this new Norwegian guy. My hymen broke during a game of bull rush. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. Is anyone garying in the <laughs> Let's listen to this. Do you want to hear this pervert again? No. no. Yeah, no. I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> We're going to wrap this shit up. It doesn't make sense. It does. How can you it doesn't not? make sense. Yes, it does. It makes perfect sense. Can you get a picture of the nobbing chair and bring it in for tomorrow? I will make a faithful recreation of the nobbing chair using my carpentry skills overnight and bring it in. I, we'll I want to know exactly what, because uh, if the nobbing chair had a kind of a, what, some kind of. Like a sort of a Mark, Marky Desard type situation. Like a, yeah. a wax, a yeah. wax shaped. Yeah, appendage that would hold uh, Elizabeth um, Edward the Seventh in place. Oh, okay. What via the anus? Uh, okay, Mesh. We don't. Yeah, obviously. I'm asking questions. Okay, mate. mate it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Right. <laughs> For me, it ain't. Okay, mate. It's right. pretty bloody obvious. Okay. So, so uh, oh, Gary. I'd, lo- I'd love to hear people's feedback. Um, whether they want to continue on with the series of. I, I, the perverts I, of history. I'm not sure. Really? Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> this this new sort of series we're doing. I don't the podcast, know. The perverts I don't know. of history. Did anyone oh. listen to the one yesterday? The monkey decided. We got a lot of good feedback from the monkey about the monkey. Really? Decide. I'm nervous that we might go down as the, some of the perverts of history. <laughs> this right? If we we're just we are this. just n- Nary but Gary's in the corner. Yeah. So tomorrow we're history. coming in with every single uh, every bit of history from our past. So we we have to bring all of the oh, sites we've ever visited, Jesus. all of the texts yep. we've ever seen we're coming yep. in we're gonna we're gonna lay it all bare yeah let's lay it all bare okay all right that's good great podcast uh the other podcast um if you're looking for more entertainment from us after that i'm uh, not i'm not looking for i'm not looking for any more of myself but, but i believe i believe we talked about the four pillars of watching sport at home and i believe we interviewed yeah. someone someone from the warriors and i, and I believe that blair Chuk talked about his uh, and yeah, and we have Blair Chuk on there. Yeah. Actually, some really good stuff on there. All right, okay. Well, kill us to turn this thing into a knobbing chair. This, yeah. this chair that I've got. Well, mate, I'm happy to turn, make your chair, your radio chair, a knobbing chair if you want. Knob chair Wednesday. Yeah. I used to actually have the nickname knobbing chair. 
Because people would just sit down. And... You were called Gary for a long time. Yeah, as well, I, I don't know. I didn't hear that. I just said you called Gaza. No All right, okay. Actually, you guys have had enough. Okay. Oh, we're right. still recording. I yeah. thought this was no, part of- we're not. St- we're not on. Okay. You guys seem busy. <laughs> this mic's not on. All right, Gary. Okay. All right, Gary. See you, Gary and Gary, the two Garys. I don't know. Who you're talking. I'm not Gary. I'm, I want to be referred to as the Mucky Desaad from now on. <laughs> <God. laughs>